This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Age of Jeremy. My name is Jeremy Quintanilla. I am the leader when it comes to advice with business content, creation software, taxes, investment, education, and all the hobbies that I enjoy, which I share with you on this podcast. So make sure to subscribe to this podcast. Also, I have a YouTube channel and you guessed it. It's called Age of Jeremy. I do some shorts, the little short YouTube videos. Those come out a few times a week. And then I do some longer videos, like 8 to 15 minutes. I've been doing a lot of lives. Those are supposed to come out every other Thursday at 5 p.m. And I started this back in July. So if you're not subscribed, go ahead on over to YouTube at Age of Jeremy and go ahead and subscribe for me. That'd be amazing. I also post every day on TikTok at Age of Jeremy. post on Instagram at Age of Jeremy and Twitter at Age of Jeremy Q. If you want to reach out to me, you can hit me up on Snapchat at Age of Jeremy. I also have a Twitch channel that I don't do anything which, which I'm really excited to talk about. Today is that a little little something something that came in the mail, but I'm not going to talk about that right now. I don't do anything on that Twitch channel, but I do have one, so you should do me a flavor and head on over to that Twitch channel and subscribe. That would be amazing. You can be notified when I'm live on Twitch by subscribing to my Twitter. And again, if you didn't remember or don't remember, that's Age of Jeremy Q. So you should go head on over there. That'd be great. I own a company called 3T Warrior Academy with my business partner, CJV. You can follow that magnificent human being on TikTok at CoachJV underscore or other social media platforms like Twitter at CoachJV underscore. You can also join our 3T Warrior Academy free Discord. Um, You can get that link in the bio. But if you really love us, you can head on over to 3TWarriorAcademy.com and learn how you can join our paid 3T Warrior Academy, where you have over, I think, 90 courses, crypto course. I don't know if it's 90. There's a lot of crypto courses in there. I teach a business group or I host a business group in there. We might be starting a cool business book club. So if you're interested in that, maybe you should head on over to 3TWarriorAcademy.com and learn how you can join. We also do workouts. There's live workouts every day. There is our 120-day challenge. There is our 
Um, let's see here. There is yoga that we have. There's just all kinds of great stuff in there. We are building the best online community in the world. So again, you can check that out at 32warrioracademy.com. I also own a company called Age of Radio. We're a media company that offers free podcast hosting and the ability to join our podcast network absolutely free. You can check out the website at ageofradio.org. We also offer editing service and equipment sales, which we're kind of getting better at here as we go along. We are also building our community at Age of Radio, our Facebook group, Addicted to Podcasting. Head on over to Facebook. Just type in Addicted to Podcasting and you can check that out. Um, and then through there, you can join our Discord. We don't try to get the Discord up when there's so much content to create that I got to get my shit together. And the reason why my shit's not together is because I've been focusing on a software company that I own called Blockheads that is building the best crypto tracker in the world, the Merlin. Um, so I will be talking about that more as we continue to grow Merlin and I guess get the actual app out to people. But anyways, I think that's enough for now. Let's get this show on the road. My name is Jeremy Quintanilla. You are listening to Age of Jeremy. I'm an entrepreneur and I'm the co-founder of Age of Radio and 3T Fitness and well, other businesses that I am working on. This podcast is about everything that I learn and the trials and tribulations it took to learn them. I hope you enjoy. Where to begin, where to begin. It has been a fantastic Monday. I try to record these on Friday but I am failing at that because I have so much going on, especially with this Merlin app. I'm not going to tell you a URL to go to to sign up for Merlin yet because we're redesigning the Merlin landing page. And I've been spending a lot of more time with software development. Um, I have a lot of plans when it comes to software, software development and where I want to take my future family businesses. Um, uh, where I want to take them to. I have a lot of stuff to do. Really need to focus on building a stronger family unit, which is something that I've been thinking about a lot lately. And um, I'm going to continue to work on that and hopefully share a lot of that on here. Um, family, I think, is really important. And I think that if you really want to set yourself apart in the larger world, family businesses are the way to do go. Family businesses tend to outperform non-family owned businesses. Um, and I love research into family businesses. I love older, I love families going into multiple generations, what they're able to accomplish, tracking that, looking at that. And I wish that I could do more of that with my family. Um, but I have not been as efficient as I need to be with a lot of stuff. And, you know, I've been dealing with all these businesses and that was something that I've been trying to get better at managing the time between them, not taking on so many businesses um, and then growing the ones that I have to where they're producing and being able to create um, generational wealth for my family. Um, but I, um, a part of a, a long-term business strategy is streaming. And I'm super, super happy to have gotten my Razor Ripsaw HD. And no, I'm not sponsored by Razor Ripsaw, but or Razor, but you should go check out Razor products. I have a lot of them. I have a Razor mouse. I have a Razor 10 key thingy. I have another Razor mouse. I have a Razor keyboard. I have a Razor mic. Um, and now I have a Razor Ripsaw HD uh, video converter. So the way this is supposed to work is I'm supposed to like put my Nintendo Switch into it or Xbox console. It takes that screen and it pushes a screen to my Streamlabs by Logitech, supposedly, uh, or OBS. And I'm going to tell you about the problem that I've had with all this. And um, then I'm able to stream games. And I think streaming, if you are a content creator, this episode's not about streaming, 
but you need to be involved with streaming in some capacity. Streaming is the future. Video is the future. And more and more content being streamed via video is really the future. And podcasts will never go away. So podcasts are amazing anyway. And that's why you're listening to this podcast. Listening to my amazing voice. I tried to do a deep man's voice, but apparently I don't have a deep man's voice. So anyway, so I got this video converter. Now the problem is I I bought an Elgato video converter. So let me take you way, way back when this all started. So this all started because I wanted to stream and I wanted to use OBS. Okay. Now I do like Streamlabs better after I found out about Streamlabs, but how I found out about Streamlabs is because OBS would not would work on my computer, worked great. But when I would use Adobe Captivate Prime, which is a learning software that I have to create courses and such, when I would use my Adobe Captivate, my uh, when I have OBS installed, the Adobe Captivate wouldn't work because there's some part of the OBS software that uses a piece of the computer or locks up a piece of the computer that prevents Adobe Captivate Prime from working. And Adobe Captivate is not worried about fixing this and OBS isn't worried about fixing this. So what I did was I got rid of OBS. I tried Streamlabs. It worked fine. And Adobe Captivate Captivate worked fine. So I could have OBS or I could have Streamlabs OBS installed and I could have Adobe Adobe Captivate Prime installed and they both work fantastic. So that being said, everything was going great. I was like, cool, let me get an HD converter so I could stream because I originally wanted to stream this uh, Square Enix um, triangle strategy game. And that's what I was going to stream while I talked about stuff, played games, gave me an opportunity to play games and it gave me an opportunity to stream. And so I bought Elgato's HD video capture device and wouldn't you know, it caused the same fucking problem that OBS caused. So when I had the Elgato HD capture or video capture software installed, Adobe Captivate Prime wouldn't work. So I got rid of it. So now I spent another $150 on this Razer Ripsaw video converter and I'm going or video capture um, device and I'm going to see if it works. And if it doesn't work, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm going to call and yell at Adobe or get rid of Adobe Captivate and just you know, man up and say, hey, Adobe, you fucked up or reach out to them and be like, hey, you really need to fix this because it's not allowing me to use the software along with this other software. And that is horseshit. And they don't have a solve for it that I'm aware of that they are aware of. And that's really, really, really frustrating. But I'm excited because I'm going to check out this Ripsaw HD after I'm done recording this bad boy. And maybe if I remember about it, I will give you an update on that next week. But what I wanted to talk to you about today um, is something lame. Um, but it's something I've been thinking about and it's really about things that I believe people need to do to be successful. Now, the warning that I have for this is that you can be successful without having these things. Making money is about going and doing the activities that make you money. So for example, there's a lot of stuff on the, you know, the web that says, Oh, these are the things that make me successful. I, you know, exercise every day at the same time. I make my bed and all this stuff. Yes, those create discipline activities and those are beneficial in business. But in business, you need to sell stuff. And if you're not making calls and you're not talking to people and you're not building relationships and you're not meeting key performance key performance indicators in regards to your sales, then you're not going to grow your business. So those are the things that you really should be focusing on. It doesn't matter if you make your bed. It doesn't matter if you wake up at the same time every day. It doesn't matter if you wake up early. It doesn't really matter if you go to the gym. But what matters about make, having creating a business is going out and doing things that create businesses, and those things don't actually go out and put in the work for the business. That doesn't mean that those things cannot be beneficial to you. And those are the things that I'm going to talk about today that I think have really helped me be more successful, at least in the sense of being able to be wise about the decisions that I'm making and be able to, for me to offer good advice 
and be a good advisor for the people that I'm doing business with. And so while I don't think that these things are required to become rich, um, I do think that these things help you be able to make better decisions and to be a better all around individual. And those are the things that I want to talk about because they have been on my heart. And so I want to share that with you. So the first thing and the number one thing that I think that will make you more successful, and I've been looking a lot back in the times that I've been super successful in my life, and I believe that this is one thing that has set me apart from, or no, 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 not set me apart, but has helped me be more successful in the times that I need to be successful. And that is getting adequate rest. I used to think that you just need to work all the time. And I don't think that that's the key to efficiency. I think the key to efficiency is the discipline and the allotted time that you have. And you should not try to get more hours out of the day. You should make those day, those hours more productive. And the way that I believe that I have been successful in making some of those hours more productive has really been focusing on tracking my sleep habits and getting the amount of sleep that I need. And before I used to want to say that I didn't need to get the seven to eight hours of sleep a night or eight, eight and a half hours of sleep a night. And now I'm to the point where I am so much more efficient and please excuse the dogs for barking. I am so much more efficient if I am getting my sleep. So I've been using my Samsung health app to track my sleep patterns, trying to go to bed at the same time, getting up at the same time and getting somewhere between that seven and eight hours of sleep. And the more that I do that, the better that I am during the waking hours that I have. And I'm able to be more efficient and not get so bogged down by making sure that I have time for myself because I am super rested. So I don't get that exhaustion feeling because I have that sleep. And I've been doing that for the last three weeks. And when I looked back, when I used to practice yoga and I was really going to, and when I was going to school, all the stuff, I was disciplined during the time that I had, I went to sleep at the right time. I got the right amount of sleep. I felt refreshed next day and I could be as productive or more productive every single day because I got those hours of sleep. Okay. So first thing, get the adequate amount of sleep. Second thing, I'm going to breeze right by because I talk about it all the time. Have a planner, manage your tasks. That is something that will make you super, super successful. And you have to plan in like your regular things. Like this weekend, I set time aside to play Assassin's Creed Odyssey because I want to knock out Odyssey and Valhalla before Mirage comes out. And I would like to stream those games and do some streaming because then you're working and playing at the same time while you're creating content. But again, the HD capture thing. So I'm just going to breeze over that because I talk about it all the time. You can go back and listen to other episodes where I talk about tasking using Microsoft Planner. I'm a big fan of Asana now. We use that for our Blockheads company. Asana is a project management tool, utilizing my regular paper planner and managing not just your work time, but your play time. Super, super beneficial and super, super efficient. Okay. So these next ones are going to be a little weird, but they're things that have worked for me. Um, and I think, and I believe that they'll work for you. And then, so these are things that I have done. So when I was in college, one of the things that I spent a lot of time on was Western philosophy. Now, in Buddhism, we read a lot about Eastern philosophy, um, but Western philosophy seems to be more prominent in the schooling system, especially when you get a degree in philosophy. And for a while there, I did want to minor in philosophy, but then I started working at the bank. Um, I didn't get to, my plans got changed. You know, I ended up getting married. You know, I started focusing on building a life and all this stuff. And so sometimes you can't always do everything that you want to do, but that was something that I was really proud of. And the reason why I think, or the, uh, not proud of, well, I was proud of it because I, I did, I did two, 
I did two or three philosophy classes in college, and they were super, super beneficial. And the reason why philosophy is beneficial was Western philosophy or whether it's Eastern philosophy. I personally like Eastern philosophy better, but Western philosophy has a lot of good stuff. Um, I would recommend that the, the, the best books, if you just want to get some basics in philosophy, is um, History, History of Philosophy by Bertrand Russell would be the best place to start or just go get a basic philosophy textbook. The second piece of philosophy that I think is beneficial is logic. So when we when we say we just use logic, we're not really we're meaning use your common sense, right? Or like work your way back. But logic is really a process of assigning different um, concepts to to the best way to say this to um, uh, to different variables, right? And then putting those variables in a formula and proving that if this thing happens and this other thing happens and so forth. And so in Western philosophy, there are actually classes on logic, how to use logic to build arguments, because that was really important to, I would say, the Greeks and Western philosophers. And when I say Western philosophers, I don't mean the United States. I mean, like um, Greece, mainly Greece. <laughs> um, and so um, and so when we look at that, it teaches us how to think. Now, I can't remember everything from the philosophy classes. I can't even remember all of the, the logic pieces, right? And, 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 and you use logic a lot when you're using programming, and that's one of the reasons why I think programming is beneficial. And so, so the, the reason why logic is, is good is because it helps you create sound arguments. And when you can create sound arguments, it's, it, it teaches you to like kind of think. So if you were to get a degree in philosophy, right, it would be like a degree of thinking or a degree in the search of thinking for, I'm sorry, a degree in thinking for the search of wisdom. And so that's why philosophy is really important. It can sometimes, for me, it's fun. Some people find it boring, but sitting and talking and thinking about things is very beneficial. And then when you learn how to piece those things together in actual logical arguments, then you're able to take those things and apply them into other areas of your life, like say with business or advising people, and you can give much better advice. And so I would really recommend as a third thing to be successful is to study philosophy. I would start with Western philosophy. If you like it, dabble in some Eastern philosophy and really focus on understanding how to build arguments with philosophy, which brings me to the fourth thing that I think everybody should do. And that is programming for the same reason, because when you program, you learn actually how to use logic when you're writing the code. And with that, it teaches you how to think in a more systematic way or in a linear way so that you can come to solve problems. And with, with, with that philosophy piece and with that programming piece, you are able to then be better at solving problems. And the best thing about business is solving problems because the harder this problem that you solve in business, the wealthier that you will be. And that's why that's beneficial. And so philosophy and programming should be a part of what you're teaching your children. It should be a part of what you're teaching yourself and you, and you don't have to be like a master at it. Just get some basic understanding of it. Do some thinking, train yourself a little bit better, see that you're making some progress and then you're fine. And if you enjoy it, just continue it out throughout your life. That's what I like to do. I like to buy philosophy books every once in a while. I try to read them. I think about them. I like talking to people about philosophy. Um, and so I think it's really something that people should, should focus on because again, programming and philosophy teach you how to think and they teach you how to construct arguments to come to solutions from problems. And that is super, super beneficial. So first thing is I would say that's helped me be more successful and be more efficient is sleep. Second thing is planning. Third thing is studying philosophy. The fourth thing is computer programming. Now, real quick, before I move on from computer programming, the best, the easiest, 
don't want to say the easiest. Traditionally, the, the an introductory program programming course would teach you about Java, um, not JavaScript. JavaScript is a scripting language. Java is a programming language that's an object-oriented programming language. Java can be a little bit difficult. I don't necessarily think you need to learn Java. I would say learn Kotlin or Python, maybe Python first. Python is used in all kinds of stuff. It's used in data science. Python can be implemented in all different kinds of programming. Uh, Python's used for financial databases, for financial algorithms. Python would be a great place to learn, a great uh, program to learn. Uh, 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 Java would be a better one to learn, but it can be harder. So if you don't want to spend too much time on it, I would just say start with Python. It's free. There's some books out there. Just buy a book from O'Reilly Media, learn how to program, maybe buy a quick course, nothing crazy, just so you can understand how programming works and that you can learn the the logical portion of the programming, like if this and that, how to assign things to different letters or to different um, words, and then how to use those words inside the 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 programming language inside of the syntax to get something to happen inside of the program. Um, one of the things that I'm learning right now is C Sharp. It's another object-oriented programming language. I learned I use Microsoft Learn. C Sharp is a, a language built by Microsoft, so they offer free training through uh, learn.microsoft.com, I believe it is. So you can go and check that out and learn C Sharp for free. C Sharp is very similar to Java. It's also an object-oriented language. Um, but again, if you want something easy breezy to start, Python would be a really good one to start. I believe that a lot of universities have actually moved to using Python as their introductory programming language. So again, I would start there. So those are the first four things. Let's talk about the fifth thing. And the reason why I'm hesitant on talking about the fifth thing, because I know people aren't, I'm assuming most people aren't even going to like these four things, but I think that those four things will make you a much better business person and a much better individual. The fifth one is something I suck at. So I'm trying to do this because I see the value in it. Um, and it's another thing to keep your brain creative, your brain thinking. And that's what these are for. Um, so so I believe that if we're going to build good humans, create good humans, they need to have a good understanding of their culture. We need to do a really good understanding of passing cultures on. And one of the ways that we can do that is through language. So I believe that language learning, and I don't speak another language, one of my um, biggest regrets in life is not speaking a separate language. So I study Spanish when I can, not super diligently. I study German when I can, probably Japanese when I can for Buddhism. And so um, for my portion of Buddhism or what I, the Buddhist sect that I follow, which is Tendai Buddhism, which is a Japanese sect. And so the reason why I, 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 I'm cautious to say this because I don't want you to think that you have to do this. These are just things that I think that that I'm trying to do that help me uh, that help me stay, you know, more sharp. Right. Because I can tell when I'm spending a lot of time listening to another language, my mind has gotten used to listening to something, trying to um, trying to translate it. And that gives my mind a workout. And when my mind has a workout, I'm much better able to make better decisions. And that's why I think language is fun. And it, rather than saying you should study math, I would say study language because there's a better benefit. So I've, I've been thinking about a paper or a blog that I want to write about the importance of language and the importance of a well-rounded individual and transferring cultures forward. And one of those things is through um, the child or the human should learn 
their country language, right? So for instance, I'm in America, I should learn English, right? Um, that's also my mother's tongue, right? So you should learn your mother's tongue. You should learn it as best as you can. You should get to a really good, you know, level of speaking it, right? The gram, the grammar portion of it. And I only say that I don't think it doesn't bother me when people don't use the right there. I don't give a fuck. Um, I know what they're trying to say. They just spelled it wrong. Not everybody is, I don't know. It's ridiculous to me. I understood it. But I think when you're trying to present a good argument in a paper format, I think that grammar is very, very beneficial. But when we're talking on like TikTok or social media, who gives a shit? Say whatever you want. I'll get the gist of it. Um, so, but as far as the mother's tongue goes, um, so in my case, English learning, um, the, the language is important, but the problem is, is that I also have a father's tongue, which is Spanish that I never learned. And so for a human, they need, they should learn their father's tongue and their mother's tongue. If those tongues are different from their, you know, home link, you know, their home country, because one of my culture, my, the way that I feel about it is my Spanish culture is lost a, cause I don't have a relationship with my father and B because I don't know the language and I don't visit El Salvador. And so I think that I could be further along in my cultural understanding. I could be a much better round individual if I had learned Spanish and I did have that part of my culture. So that's the first part of it. But then there's other languages that should be passed on based off of, um, based off of mother tongues, right? So in a, in a perfect world, my grandmother would know German because her father's 100% German. They are German immigrants into Illinois, but the, the, my grandfather, my great grandfather's grandfather, my great grandfather's mother was hundred percent German. She probably spoke German that German should have been passed on to her son and so forth and so forth. So if theoretically, if I was to have a good understanding of my culture, you know, and where I come from, those are all the languages that I should definitely know would be German, English, and Spanish. And from there, I would have a good understanding of where I came from. And by learning that language, you're more apt to research and learn about those other parts of the world and visit those other parts of the world, which makes you more cultural, cultural. Right. And, and right. So like when we think of like going to college to become cultural, it would be much better to learn those languages, go visit those countries, learn from people in those countries, read stuff in those other countries books. And you would be much further along intellectually and culturally by doing that than going to college. And that's why language is so important and why we should be advocates for learning our parents' tongues um, and our ancestors' tongues. And so, then the only other tongue for the most part that comes down is Scottish. So my have a Scottish and Welsh, right? So it's a little bit further removed, but in theory, it should, it could have been passed down, should have been passed down. But if we want to get to the, the, the root of the languages that I should learn as an individual, it would be German, Spanish, and English, but I have lost out on that part. And therefore I don't have the cultural uh, benefit of knowing those languages that I would have otherwise had if that had been stronger. The other thing that's beneficial about learning those languages is you, as you learn those languages and you have your ancestors culture, you pass those things down. And then those cultural things aren't lost over multiple generations. And that's how you can build much stronger families. Um, and so, so my point is, is that you should learn another language because, um, it's beneficial, and you probably have a family member that has another language at some point that would have learned it, and that's a really good place to start. The second place to start is by your religion, 
religion is super important. Religion shapes the world, right? A lot of people have religions. They want to have some purpose to when they die or some purpose having a God or whatever the case is. And so in my case, Japanese, Sanskrit, and Chinese would be the biggest ones because those are the biggest influences on my religion. If you were Christian, Hebrew would probably be really good. Greek would probably be really good. Um, maybe even Latin would be really, really good. And you should learn those things so you can study your religion and have a better religious experience with whatever religion it is. And that's something that I've been thinking a lot about, but I do think that me wanting to study those things and learning those things, I always feel better in the other work that I do when I'm taking time to research or learn language. And I don't know what why that is yet. Maybe be or well, I think why it is is because you're you're um, exercising your brain muscles, and then those brain muscles that are put into place when you are learning a language are then put into place when you are doing other things, and you're able to make better decisions. We'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Okay, so I know that was kind of a lot of stuff before the break. Um, so let's just kind of recap. One, uh, get some rest, get some sleep, take care of yourself. You could probably even throw in working out in there. Two, um, be disciplined in your time through time management. Okay, utilize Microsoft Planner, use Asana, use your iCalendar, whatever Outlook. Make sure that you're blocking off time to do the things that you need to do and the things that you love to do and stay disciplined to those. Three, would be um, you want to uh, make sure that you are studying philosophy or study philosophy if you want to practice that to learn logic, learn a computer programming language. I recommended Python. That'd be a basic good language to start off with and get some other logical understanding. And it's more fun than just learning math. And then fifth, learn a language, which is also more fun than learning math. And focus on languages that would benefit you and your ancestry and your religion is the main point of what I was trying to say. So that being said, what is the sixth thing? I'm going to get a lot of shit for this. I think people need to play more games. Um, I don't have a problem that my niece has played Assassin's Creed all day for six hours. Now, when it's getting in the way of the other things that you're doing in your life and other things that you want to do, that's why that discipline blocking out time is so important. But I think games do a lot of things. One, games can open up you culturally to other things. And let me explain. So Assassin's Creed, I'm just going to use Assassin's Creed because it's on my mind, or or maybe Square Enix games. Assassin's Creed is a French company, um, so I, I'd be from that, me looking at Ubisoft, right? I'd be like, oh, that's interesting. I would love to own that company, right? I would love to see, you know, that's opened me up to maybe looking at the, the, the France Stock Exchange, right? If it's op- on the France Stock Exchange, I'm just using this as an example. Um, um, from their games like Assassin's Creed, I've researched 
different countries, different periods of history to see for accuracy. And so I've learned a lot by playing that game and going and researching the stuff that I've learned inside of the game. That's one aspect. Another aspect is strategy. You learn how to think if if it's a team game, you learn how to work with teams. Dungeons and Dragons is fantastic because essentially it's just you and four other people. It's a it's a, ro- a tabletop role playing game. You're just sitting around talking to each other, um, solving problems. That's all fucking businesses. Just four five people sitting around together solving problems and then going and trying to make money with it. Right. That's no different than playing Dungeons and Dragons, in my opinion. Um, and you can learn a lot of great skills from that from playing Dungeons and Dragons, right? Playing the game, it gives you, a lot of people used to say it just gave you eye-hand coordination, but it does teach you strategy. And if you take it a step far and you learn other strategy games like chess, you learn Go, you learn um, uh, different card games like Rummy, Scala is fantastic, um, Pinochle, Bridge. There's all kinds of games out there that provide advantage and you're always using your brain. Um, and so, so not only can you learn more about cultures from understanding games, where they came from, you can become more strategic by playing those games. And when you play those games with other people, you're working together to solve different types of problems. And so that's why I'm always an advocate for video games. I know a lot of people say, don't play video games, don't waste your time. Yes, don't waste your whole life playing video games. And playing games and just having fun like but there's nothing wrong with doing them because you enjoy them and you're also having a benefit from them i think one of the, the reasons why i am so successful is because of the amount of video games that i've played growing up not only um and, and i and not only the video games but the tabletop games and playing with other people getting together with friends playing cards learning about games researching where the games came from learning about other games that came from those places you know like um and and it keeps the cultures alive right so like i'm reading middle of march they have a game that they play they're called Whist. Uh, it's W-H-I-S-T. It's a trick-taking card game from England. I want to learn how to play that. I would never have known that if I hadn't read. Um, and then also researching the different countries and their games and keeping those games alive. I love games. I think we should all play games. I think we should do it in a non- crazy competitive way like a lot of people when i want to play monopoly because i don't want to play monopoly it takes too long and i'm too competitive well fucking don't be too competitive just play and have fun and learn and grow and you know spend time with friends that's how you have to be um if you want to if you want to have fun don't you know make it a life or death situation like you have to win or something horrible is going to happen right and so I encourage you to have your kids play games. You learn to play games. Other people learn to play games because when you play those games, you are getting great skills that can be extrapolated and utilized in the business world. All right. So let's recap those six things. One, make sure that you get your rest, exercise, all that stuff. Two, make sure that you're blocking out time for everything. Block out time when you're going to do your podcast. Block out time when you're going to spend time posting, making content creation, playing video games, going to dinner with your wife, hanging out with your mom, calling your mom. Just freaking take time to do those specific things. Third, I would recommend studying philosophy. Western philosophy is easy to get easier to get than Eastern philosophy books. Start with Western philosophy. Just read the history of philosophy by Bertrand Russell. You'll get a basic understanding of it. You'll go through some basic arguments. It'll be great. You'll have fun. Your brain will think you'll feel better for learn how to program. Just some basic Python would be great because you're going to learn skills on how to use logic, how to form a linear argument, how to solve a problem. And that's why that's important. 
fifth, what the hell was the fifth one? Fifth one, learn a language because it's more fun than learning math. You can learn about your culture that way and can keep your culture alive. Again, I'm trying to learn Spanish right now, been needing to spend more time studying it. So that's the fifth thing. The sixth thing is going to be play games. And the final thing that I want to talk about is stick to the career plan that you want if you want to be successful. I um, go back and forth on the thing that I went to school. Now, I'm not saying you can't add in other things and do other things and learn other classes, right? I like to call those classes because it's what you call your skill set in Dungeons and Dragons. Like if I'm a wizard or I'm a sorcerer, like you can dual class, you can dual class in real life. But when if you're going to pick the time, spend the energy like I did on finance, make money with the financing, learn other ways to make it, be involved with that community, be involved with the thing. I go back and forth because I'm like, oh, I should have been a lawyer. I should have been this. Stay committed to the thing that you're doing. People, I am good at it. That's why people ask me to be their chief financial officer. I like numbers. I like accounting. I like taxes. I like the legal part of taxes. I don't need to get crazy and go off and do all of these other things. Maybe I'll go to law school in the future, right? Because that'll be something that I can add into the tax piece of what I enjoy. But that's what I enjoyed and what I decided to do. So I want to, I want to, I want to lean into that more and be more a part of that community. And so if whatever it is that you're choosing to be, commit to it, stick to it, keep getting better at it, utilize it in your day to day life, figure out how to make money with it. That's one of the things that I think people fail at is they don't think that they can make money with their museum arts degree. Maybe start a museum, learn some other business skills. That's how you dual class. You learn the other class, you add it to your other class and it makes you a well-rounded, stronger individual. But what you don't want to do is go to school for say drawing and then go and try to be an engineer or go to school for drawing and end up being a clerk at or a, a restaurant waiter. Like if you're going to commit to it, commit to it and find a way and focus on it, lean into that community, get stronger at it, get better at it and be more involved with it and try to make money at it. That's the, that's the thing. And as you do that, you can learn other class, dual class, right? Like dual class for me would be like maybe getting my enrolled agents so I could do better at taxes, right? Maybe it means being a lawyer. I'm not sure yet, but I do know this. I don't spend enough time in the finance world, which is what I have my degree in and the accounting world to know that I am the master at those things. That's what I should be focusing on. I should lean into it. I want to lean on in on it. I want to get better at it because it is something that I really enjoyed. And at some point I decided to say, Hey, I'm going to do this. I'm going to make money at it. I'm going to be wealthy from this. I should lean into it. So that's the seventh thing. Find what you want to do. Stick with it. Lean into it. Continue to learn from it and become a master of that craft. And to do that, you have to spend time learning more about it and the things that go with it. And that's something that I'm going to continue to work on and do. So I encourage you to continue to work on it and do and don't be wishy-washy. So remember, be thankful, grateful, and kind. And we'll talk with you next time. Bye. Thank you for listening to The Age of Jeremy. Make sure to subscribe on your favorite podcatcher. If you can do me a favor, please rate this podcast if your podcatcher allows you to. Talk to you soon.